The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon Alright, good morning ladies and gents I am Duvet and this is the 16 ounce podcast. Um, you know, uh, it's a little, it's a little different uh, this time around. Um, uh, co-host Jay, you know, um, that's my guy, my brother. Um, you know, uh, his wife is currently um, nearing the end of her pregnancy, so uh, he uh, he has to, you know, step away for a bit and um, you know, take care of family things. So, you know, blessings to him, man. You know, we're going to do what we got to do. Uh, right now, we have a host, um, my boy John Crowley. So, I'm happy to start uh, working with him for a bit until Jay comes back. Um, and who knows? Maybe we got a three-man pod, you know? I don't know. I don't know. But for this episode, you know, we're going to just keep it um, me for now. But I just want to, you know, send the love out to Jay and... um his famine. Um, I'm excited to work with John too, so I'm gonna talk to you soon, bro. But yes, post St. Patrick's Day episode. I am gotta get a little more energy in me, I know that, but you know, uh got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to talk about. So first things first, wanna start the episode off with um our sponsor. Uh or one of our sponsors, which is Trainwreck Fitness and Co. You know, uh, those are my boys, John. Um, and man, I already said I already got a shirt from them. Premier workout clothing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, white, black. Um, they're gonna have hoodies. So, uh, you know, follow them on Instagram for sure at Trainwreck. Oh, Trainwreck. Um, underscore Fitness Co. Um. And, yeah, man, keep up with the guys, man. They always have stuff coming, so I got to order more because, obviously, um, the way that I work out and how busy that can turn into doing it twice a day sometimes, yeah, I'm going to need a couple of those. But, so, all right, man, let's just get to the big news that happened. You know, obviously, John Jones with – uh the heavyweight title now. Um, now, if anybody who's anybody or everybody <laughs> has heard this podcast, watched us talk for months now, you know, not the biggest fan of um, Jones outside the octagon. I can, I can say that. I can say that. I think that's that's fair. Um, and I had guy winning this in like a fourth round probably fifth five-round fight, you know what I mean? Nah, man. That's not how it went down. Not at all. Um, There's a thing called, like, guy-given ability. 
You know what I mean? Like, you were just born with the shit. Okay? Now, obviously, you know the you, you know you know the cliche of like hard work, you know, enhances talent. So I think I think what I'm trying to get at is that no matter what I think of John Jones outside the octagon, no matter what I think the type of person he is, uh, what he does in his life, whatever, you know, I'm irrelevant. I'm just some dude who does a podcast. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I get that. But um, I watch it, you know. And, you know, when you want to call somebody the greatest of all time, all all the true, true greats, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've had their demons and shit, but, you know, we kept it out of the limelight. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as inside, when it comes to that fight, you just had to get reminded of like how good John Jones really is, bro. Cause Cyril Gaon is no slouch. Okay. Obviously we all know that Cyril Gaon is probably heavyweight champion. If you know, yeah, Cyril Gaon is probably heavyweight champion if, Nganu and Jones just didn't exist. But that's just not the world we live in, though. And that's crazy because he is a really skilled heavyweight, dog. You talk about a guy who moves like a featherweight come for a big dude, you know? So that and that was just impressive. And they're doing it in, like, two minutes, man. Like, the heavyweight division might just be on lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, Unless a unification bout comes with either Yiri or Jamal Hill, like that that sounds exciting, you know. Um, but just just the technical, like just the technical skill, bro, the the ground transition, the just how he how easy he made Cyril Gan look, bro. Like I just, you know, like I said, no matter what I say, bro. I can't take anything away from what he does inside, you know? Um, it's just, it's nuts. And as far as that division goes, like, if I'm anybody, the top five better be worried, bro. Because if John Jones is doing that to Cyril Gaon, we might, it might be a long time before we see somebody else come along and be like, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm sending you off into the sunset because it don't look like, he nowhere near that right now. He's 35. I thought he was close to 40, bro. But I was just out of touch. But as far as that, that. John John Jones is, argue, yeah. I mean, arguably, John Jones is a lot of people's goats. Uh, to me, I got Demetrius Johnson for other reasons, you know. But, yeah, man. He's, he's a... He's every champion now, and good luck going for that strap, dog, because it's just, if he's going to look like this, if he's going to look this dominant, then somebody real special has to come along, bro. Someone, someone real special has to come along to take that strap from him, because they don't look like he's going to give it up. Anytime soon. Um, also on that, uh, that co-main on that car was, um, 
Shevchenko versus uh, Alexa Grasso. Uh, that was Grasso. Grasso and Shevchenko probably went four rounds. You know, Grasso did her thing, man. Um, you know, watching the countdown, watching the vlog series, the embedded series. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like I probably, based on her current history, I probably didn't think that she was gonna last that long. Like, I, yeah, we were obviously here thinking that Shevchenko was just gonna, you know, make it look easy, but. She dragged it. She dragged it, you know? Um gave Shevchenko a little bit of a uh, of a fight there, you know what I mean? So I mean she'll be back, but you know, I mean I don't know if that's slippage from Shevchenko. I think Shevchenko's still golden. But, you know. Um that's just that's just how I look at it, you know. Not much on that uh, on the rest of that card. Um you know. But just wanted to run through that co-main too. Uh, as far as uh, Shevchenko next, I don't know, man. Like she's just, she just keeps winning. Like I, at one point, what do you want to do? Do like, do you want to move up again, fight Nunes again, or do you just want to call it a career, or do you just want to keep going? Fuck it, like yeah, just keep running through people, build your record at that point. Because I don't know, man. Valentina is another one of them people, like. Someone real special is gonna have to come along and beat her because she's not she's not just gonna lose, not at all. Um, but yeah, obviously you know it's Saturday. Uh, we are about I want to say five hours, five hours away from Usman versus um, Edwards. So you know, um, obviously we all know how big this fight is. It's Probably one of the top five uh, trilogies in UFC history. Um, and we all know what happened last fight. You know, headshot dead. All this, the Rocky story and, you know, the corner talk. Like, Leon, don't hang. You're, you're giving up on yourself. Like, we get this whole thing, you know. But... Yeah, and then we got co-main Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Fiziev, which I am dying to see, bro. I want to see this fight so bad, bro. So bad. Not even, not even just because I saw the countdown. Like, I look back at just the type of guys, the type of fighters these guys are, bro. Holy fuck. We're about to get, we're about to get a fucking... We're about to get a performance of the night right there, man. That's going to be fight of the night at least. It got to be. Um, Yeah, we got, um, you know, we got a welterweight fight on that. Uh, Gunnar Nelson and Brian um, Barberena. I got to say his name more because there's a lot of, there's like a lot of like bees in that. I don't know, man. I was throwing off by his name. I keep trying to say, I want to say Barberea, but, you know. I, I, I gotta stop that. Uh, you know, we got the flyweight. We got Jennifer Maya versus Casey O'Neill. Uh, Marvin Vittori versus Roman. I'm not even gonna try and say his last name. But Vittori. Um, yeah, this is a this is a guy that talks a lot of shit. This is a big fight for you, bro. Um. Oh wait. So yeah. Um, my thoughts. Uh, O2 Arena, you know, third fight in what is possibly the most important trilogy fight in UFC history. 
when you think of everything involved um it's uh i think before i give you my pick i just want to you know break break things down a little bit you know what i mean um I think we have to go back a little bit to admire what Anderson Silva did, you know, because it seems every time somebody gets close to that record of his, they lose, you know, and I, I, I don't know if it's cursed or if it's just the record's just not meant to be broken, but Usman was one fight away from time. I don't know if it was time or breaking, but either way, that's wild. and. To think that at that point he left the division twice. He basically beat anybody that was in front of him, made it look easy, um, destroyed Gilbert Burns, sent Jorge Masvidal to the shadow realm. Like, Kamaru Usman, no matter what I think, is a tank, bro, in his prime. And he was literally, it seemed like he was just, it, it was evident. It was, it was, what was that word, bro? It was imminent, I guess, that you can say. Like, that he was going to break that record. Nobody was going to stop Kamara Usman. So, second fight comes along. You know, it's different for Leon. Leon had to really work his way up to even get to that level. You know, we had Kamara win the ultimate fighter. And ever, ever since then, just never lost. So... Uh, I watched that whole thing. His rise was crazy. And then you look at Leon, which is kind of like the whole opposite. You know what I mean? Um, and his his loss, his first loss was to Kamaru. And now, ever since then, he went on a mean fight, win streak, and then boom. Now you have the second fight. And that's what I'm saying. Now you have the prime the guy who's about to break Anderson or tie Anderson Silva's record. And then you got the guy who he beat, who has not lost since he lost to him. Like, so the second fight was arguably a real big fight too. And same of the same, same old, same old from the first fight. Damn near Kamara was dominating him besides a little takedown in round one from Leon, which was crazy. And from there on, it was just a Kamara Usman show, man. Just, beating his ass, like, pummeling him, taking him to the ground, roughing him up, having him against the cage. Like, but at the end of every round, he was just staring at him, bro. Like, I don't know how much more intimidating you can get. And now you're mentally defeated, and it took a whole, literally, his cornerman had to throw water on him and tell him, like, get yourself together, bro. Like, you have to remind yourself of what got you here. You know what I mean? And something like that, that's something out of a movie damn near. You know, I just, that stuff that gives me chills type shit, you know? And to go out there in the fifth round with a minute left, bro, and you kick this man in his head, bro, and change the course of history forever. Like, and now here we are. Like, he, Leon just won the belt. Everybody doubted him. Everybody said he couldn't do it. You can say it was fluke, but there's literally evidence of him working on this kick over and over and over and over. Like, I think everybody knows it wasn't no fluke. You know what I mean? The post-fight interview with the headshot dead, the look at me now, like, he, it is made 
it made Leon. You know what I mean? Like it 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 gave it gave the UFC like such a good moment. You know, that's one of those top moments right there, bro. But you couldn't help to wonder when you saw Kamara leaving, bro, you knew that this shit ain't over. And now here we are now, bro. Couple hours removed away from their third fight. And recount all the history I just told you. And if you're a diehard, you know exactly what happened in the first fight. You've been following this, so. Uh, if not, like, I just explained it to you. And that alone should give you enough reason to want to watch this. This is going to be a great fight. Um, I, as, now, you know, we're at the end of that. I'm going to get my prediction. Uh, I I want to go, like, here's my thing. If I'm putting money, I'm going to go on Kamaru. My heart wants, well, my heart and my mind and me personally, I want to go with Leon. I'm going to go Leon probably by fifth round KO again. I think he's going to drag it out to the fifth round. I, th- I mean, three fights in, I just think, I don't see a quick finish, you know. I see this being uh, a very back and forth type thing, you know what I mean. Um, And I just think that if it gets to the later rounds again, I don't know if Kamaro can withstand the striking of Leon at this point. You know what I mean? If they make it to that that far. But either way, I think striking-wise, Leon obviously has an advantage. And I think he's going to beat him with striking. So uh, I just think it's going to have to be one of those four or five round type things, you know. Um, But that's that. But Justin Gaethje versus Raphael Fizzy, dog. Yes. Yes. Sign me up. Oh, my God, bro. Like, they, they're going to beat, like, they're going to beat the hell out of each other, bro. Like, this is like, you know, when Michael Chandler fought Justin Gaethje, and we knew it was going to be good, you know, but we didn't know it was going to be that good. We know this is going to be that good. Like, uh, the thing is, I don't know how good it can get. You know, like, I, I'm just... It's Raphael Fizzy, bro. Straight out of Kazakhstan. Like, the man is just... Nah, that dude's stone, bro. He's... He... he his, his mindset is just so locked in. You know what I mean? Like, he's really in the trenches, bro. Like... He treats it like that, you know what I mean? And it's it's just wild, man. Like the the fighting style that he has, like being so good with the hands, but being able to wrestle, like uh do sambo, like it's it he he has a lot of the greats in him. You know what I mean? Like the type the type of like styles. Like he has all that in him, wrapped in one. You know what I mean? And he's willing to go out there and throw hands because he's capable of doing it, you know? And that's what you need against Justin Gaethje, bro. Like we're talking about probably the most dynamite hand, pair of hands ever, dog. Like Justin Gaethje is Yeah. Justin Gaethje's that guy. Um a former champion, you know what I mean? Like that's that's no slouch. Easily gonna be in the Hall of Fame one day. Um. So, 
This is just this is just going to be a banger, bro. I have faith that this is going to be a, a fight of the night type thing. You know, I think this is going to be a show. Like, I just wish I was there to see that. You know, I mean, what comes with the winner? I don't know. But this is just one of the fights, like, forget what happens post-results, you know. Like, let's not even think about that. Let's just sit down and watch what's about to happen. Because they about to go crazy. They about to put on a show. And I personally can't wait for that. Um, so, um, but yeah, uh, that's happening tonight. Um, or that's happening today. Uh, depends on where you are. You know, but over here on the East Coast, it's going to be 4 o'clock. That's when the main card starts. Prelims start at 1 so, um, yeah, uh, you got a, it's almost that time damn near. So, you know, um, if I'm, if I'm people that watch this, you know, you better, uh, better get ready, man. You got an hour. Uh, anyway, another situation, uh, Jeff Molina, who's a UFC fighter, um, sadly, I mean, not sadly, like, uh, the way it came out was kind of crazy. Um, like, I wish he could, he, he had a chance to do it his way, but, um, it's just the internet's a wicked place, man. Um, Jeff Molina, I, 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 if I was him, I'd be upset too. You know, like that's something secret that you want to keep to yourself. Um, and that, uh, when it's time to share to the world, you're ready for something like that, you know? Um, so for his privacy to be, um, breached like that and, you know, he had basically had to come out as, you know, by like that. I just wish he was able to do it on his terms. That's all. So, uh, um, but first fighter in UFC history to, um, come out as by, um, so, you know, that's another, that's just another barrier broken, you know, um, props to him. I just know that he, he's, he is upset cause he, I, I feel like he wish he could have, um, went about how, it came out different, you know. Um, but nah, man, that's that's just another example of um, in a positive light. That's just another example of barriers being broken, you know. Um, humans being able to do everything, type shit, you know. Like uh, none of us are different. We're all the same. We all bleed the same. You know what I mean? So, uh, to me, it's a you know. Um, I respect uh, everybody's backgrounds and I respect everybody's beliefs and way of life. And, you know, um, you know, I just want to see the world thrive. So it's kind of cool. Um, he's the first one to do uh, to have that, you know, to, to, to be able to say that. So, but, you know, um, support the Jeff Molina and shit, man. You know, hopefully the Internet shit calms down because that was wild. Um. But the last thing I want to touch on, as far as MMA, is uh, it was leaked. Bilal Muhammad leaked these messages, bro. Now, if you know Bilal Muhammad, he's a, he just talks a lot of shit. And, but he does win. I mean, Jay does not like him much. <laughs> this time's Jay, you know, Jay will flame this dude, bro. But he, me personally, man, if you got if you got receipts, you know what I mean? You can back up what you're saying, then it's whatever you know he got receipts of kobe turning down the fight now kobe as much as kobe loves to talk bro and as much as 
he likes to say that he's the best in the world at this and that. All right, bro. Why not fight Bilal Muhammad? That's a good fight. So why turn it down? If you like that, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. I'm I'm not I'm not in there and shit. You know, but like we peep, like everybody peeps how how you move. Everybody peeps how you act. Everybody like you. You make it evident, you know. And he's braggadocious, and he goes out there saying that he's the best, and he firmly believes that. Gave Kamaro two great fights, but. You got to be able to fight more, bro. You got to fight other people. Well, you fought Jorge Masvidal in the grudge fight, which was cool. But, nah, man. Like, that's a good fight. I don't know why you would turn that down. It makes you question, you know what I mean? Um, Because if that fight was on this card, oh, it'd just be way more enhanced, too. So why weigh in for a possible Leon or Kamaro to miss weight? You could have just fought Bilal, man. I don't know. You know what I, mean? I don't really focus too much on that, but Kobe, Kobe's a guy with with that level of elite wrestling to to win any fight. He he's he's durable. Um, so I don't know what that whole situation is. I don't know when we're gonna see Kobe fight again, but hopefully it's soon. You know. Um. So, uh, to the boxing side of things, uh, we are, well, you know what, I was going to save, I was going to save the second, (laughs) the, the second ad for, uh, our last, right before our quick take, but I will just do it now, and just so you know, we can keep the ball rolling, so... With that being said, uh, our second ad is the GHU Game Station. You know, um, those are our guys, man. Uh, uh, we ran a couple events with them already, um, and you know, you know what it is. Gaming trailer works all four seasons. You want a party? You want? You just want to rent it out just to have a good time with the fam, with your boys, whatever. You want it pulled up to you, like that's. That's the that's the GHU game station, man. They got everything. Xbox, PlayStation, like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time for sure. So, you know, hit those boys up, man. They 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 do good stuff for the community and stuff, and um, they got some good events. Uh, they're always holding gaming events, you know. Um, they have a Mortal Kombat. They had a Mortal Kombat um uh no, they got a Mortal Kombat event today at two o'clock. Um, uh, at Galaxy Glass. So, um, I know y'all want to go check that out. Uh, I don't know if they're still registering people, but just show up. You know, show up an hour before, see what's popping. Uh, get those guys. Um, more to get into. Uh, cause you know, that's just some, who doesn't like video games, bro. Come on, man. Y'all know this. Um, and the next, their next thing that they got is April 15th. It'll be, uh, NHL 23 tournament at the 87 Buff Sports Bar. So, you know, they're always doing something. So get with the guys, man. Um, 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 BJ and them, man, they always doing good shit. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we are going into the boxing side of the whole thing. And I want to start with a Jamaro. 
Jamal Charlo intervention. All right, man. And I don't want to call it an intervention necessarily. I just want to have an honest conversation about this, you know. Because I actually am a fan of the Charlos. Like, I love the Charlos. I think um, I think both of them are just one-of-a-kind talents, you know. Um, I like what they bring to the sport. I like their cockiness. I like their brashness. I like that they're brothers, twins. Uh, like, and they're just on a different level, you know. What? But when I see that Jamal Charlo, who hasn't fought in two years, okay, two years, and supposed to have a fight in June, and you look like you weigh two hundred and twenty plus pounds, bro. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're the middleweight champion. Super middleweight champion. Like, you're you're one of the top guys in the world right now. You know what I mean? Like, you, Jamal Charlo is one of the best middleweights, I mean, I've seen, you know. And it's not like him to be like this, you know what I mean? It's not like him to be inactive and be so out of shape. Uh, and if you were around that weight, to cut sixty, almost 60 pounds, bro, in a, in a couple months, that's hard. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what if the people around him are saying something or if he's just not doing something himself whatever he's not doing but it's it's worrisome man cuz you if you're a fan of Charlo you want to see them you want to see them in there man Jamel no matter what you say about Jamel man Jamel's out there Jamel's active Jamel's fighting people you know what I mean like we need Jamal now so i hope Jamal Charlo can uh start getting into it man because i want to see him fight man it's been two years like i don't i don't care if you fight a scrub i mean a lot of people are gonna care because you're you're champion but at this point like the wbc got or somebody got a strip man because you got a whole bunch of contenders just lined up trying to get title fights and they can't if some dude is holding up the whole division so i don't know man i hope i hope he comes back and i hope he you know he uh, sticks with it because, you know, he's 32, you know. He's not going to do this shit for much longer. I just, it's the prime. He's in the prime of his boxing career. So I just, you know, take advantage while you can, you know what I mean? Because uh, nobody wants to see what could have been. Nobody wants to ask what if, you know. Like, you're already at a good point, real good point in your career. But you can solidify that. So, I don't know, man. That's why I guess I'm I guess so passionate about it, uh. But yeah, I hope Jamal Chilo, you know, is good and shit, and I hope that he comes. You know, he he does what he has to do. Um, but uh, the next thing is, I mean, I don't know how big this you really want to consider this, but Adrian Broner signs with Don King. Uh, I don't know. What that does, honestly. 
I don't mean to laugh, man. But I got to see how that works out. Um, Obviously, if you're a boxing historian, I'm not. I'm just I'm just a fan. I grew up watching a lot of boxing. Um, uh, But, yeah, if you remember, uh, Mike Tyson signed with Don King, and that didn't really go well. You know what I mean? Um, Don King has fucked up a lot of people, to be serious with you. Don King has fucked over a lot of people. And this led to a lot of bad things happening. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Uh, Today is different from back then. Um, Boxing is a way different landscape. And I want to, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see what happens when a guy who's all about himself is working with another guy who's all about himself. And now... And you put the power of money into it and greed and who the two individuals are with Don King and Adrian Broner. Like, I'm actually interested to see how this goes. I mean, I don't know if it's going to do anything for his boxing career. I mean, it is obviously a boxing move, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, the last thing I've seen Adrian Broner do is fight Manny Pacquiao. And uh, he looked decent, but it wasn't good enough, obviously. So, I don't know. And speaking of Manny Pacquiao, he wants to come back. Now, I don't know. I haven't heard anything for opponents or nothing like that. But I just know that he intends to come out of retirement to fight again. All depending that he still can do what he usually, like, you know, still fight his style of fighting. At this point, I don't mind it. I don't think he'll be fighting for a title. No. No. But he'll... He can give us fights that we want, you know, here and there for a little bit, you know, up until he really, really puts it up. You know what I mean? But I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I hope to see Manny Pacquiao come back and fight again. Like, I mean, the fact that we can get to see Crawford or Spence fight him and they're not fighting each other, which, you know, is a whole nother stupid subject. But, you know, like, we could have one of those two fights, and we couldn't we couldn't get none. He retired, now he's coming back. So hopefully, you know, we get him so, uh, we get him a good fight, man. I want to see some some dream fights. This is Manny Pacquiao, you know? Um, uh, I just, I don't know, man. I just hope that, I, ho- I hope that it's a fight. Worse, I hope it's not like a Floyd deal. You know, I hope it's not like an exhibition or something like that. Because I just feel like that takes away from it. So, uh, but yeah, interesting to see Don King and Adrian Broner and what we're going to do with Manny Pacquiao. So, yeah, uh, that's that, that. That's pretty much it for that. You know what I mean? Um... And now the next thing uh, on this is Ninganu versus Wilder. Now, this one's a little weird, okay? Bear with me. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, man. I had a, I'm getting over a cold, so it's just been a little rough. Uh, but, yeah, um, Ninganu versus Wilder. I'm just confused, dog. Um... I the whole crossover thing is cool, you know what I mean? But like I was looking forward to like a Wilder versus Andy Ruiz. And it's just like we're not getting that now. Uh and it's just upsetting. Like 
same like this like boxing is just continuously doing this. Yeah, you're gonna give us a super fight, I guess. Um, is it needed though? Why can we give Francis Ngannou a warm up? He's Ngannou. People are gonna know who he is. People are gonna buy because they want to see it. Like, if people are gonna buy because they want to see it, like, come on, man. I don't know. To have Wilder and Ngannou go at it right now, like, I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. Like, but I, hey, to each his own, man. But it's an inch. Oh, it's gonna be. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's not good. No, that is gonna be something spectacular because both of these guys have tremendous freakish one punch knockout power bro like horrifying power bro um and you already know what dana said about how hard francis punches so like and we've seen what the what deontay wilder has done to people in that ring so when you put them both together oh this is gonna be something bro no matter how when they do it, no matter how they set it up, this is gonna be something. I just know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have my thoughts on it from the outside, but as a fight, I think it's gonna be very entertaining, you know, so I can't really hate it all that much, but damn. Yeah, I don't know, man. I won't even tell you who wins that. But all I know is that it's gonna be a fucking brawl. Like, good luck to whoever's trying to officiate that. Cause they're just gonna throw bombs at each other it ain't going to no decision that's gonna be a knockout tko type thing you know what i mean so i mean i don't know whatever happens with that happens so i'm excited on that note you know um and I think the last thing I want to talk about as far as boxing is what should the WBC do with Spence Jr.? Um, It's kind of like... You see what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's been a while since Spence has fought, you know? And Crawford at least has been out here. Uh, so... If you're gonna, if you were, if the D, the, oh, if the WBC was thinking of the of stripping my boy or uh, stripping um, Jamal Charlo due to two years of inactivity, like I don't see why you wouldn't threaten Earl Spence with the same thing. Um, honestly, I give him a mandatory. I announced a mandatory. If he can't make that work, then you threaten the strip or something like that. And if nothing happens, then I don't know. Uh, he did say he wanted to move up. So maybe that's his plan right now. But you're the champion. So hopefully, I don't know, hopefully he gets it. Uh, hopefully we see Spence soon because Spence is uh, another one of those talents. No matter what I think of him, Spence is has gone through a lot of shit and for him to be back in the ring and be still undisputed undefeated like it's crazy so i don't like the inactivity shit man and it kills it kills legacy sometimes so uh, i hope we see him back in there soon but if i'm the wbc yeah i mean that's what i would do announce him a mandatory first see how it goes 
And if shit doesn't go through with that, then you threaten the strip. And if he still can't make it work, if he can't find a fight or whatever, then, you know, you got to do what you got to do at that point. You got to protect the sport at some point. But hopefully we see him soon, man, because, like I said, it's Errol Spence, man. It's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, you want to see that guy fight. He brings in people. And, you know, that's, at the end of the day, you know, boxing is a business just like everything else. Um, money, ratings, all that. And Errol Spence has proven to sell out stadiums and bring in that money and bring in the ratings. So, um, he's good for boxing. So, I just want, hopefully, you know, everything is situated and we see him in there soon. So, for the last part of the podcast, you know what I mean? Now, uh... We were discussing, uh, me and Jay were discussing before he was going to take his, uh, um, he had to take his time away, uh, that we're going to do like quick takes at the end of the show, um, to talk about like, you know, like little, like couple minute conversations on um, other sports and stuff and what's going on in other sports real quick, you know? Uh, so I just call it the quick takes, you know what I mean? For now. Um, and the three things that I just want to, uh, just want to run by real quick, you know, obviously late, the most recent thing has been the world baseball classic. So if you're a baseball fan, obviously I think you tuned in with that. Um, I'm team Puerto Rico. We just lost to Mexico last night. Congrats. If you're a Mexican fan, man, it was a good game. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, pretty exciting stuff. Um, it's like the, it's like the world cup of baseball and, you you i see i see why some guys say that they rather win a wbc title than uh, a world series title because i just think it does mean a lot more to you when you're playing for your country you know like i think that's something different um but yeah right now how it's set up right now we have japan facing mexico in the semifinal. cuba's awaiting the winner of usa versus venezuela that's today Venezuela's undefeated um so far and USA is three and one. Um but this is their best team, I think, in, in baseball classic history. So uh yeah, and the winner of that goes on to face Cuba in the semifinal. Uh Japan has been dominant. Japan is just scary right now. So Japan versus Mexico is gonna be a really good, really good game. Um as far as me or my you know, the Puerto Ricans, like we had a good year, man. I just wish that we had a little bit more, you know. Um, I wish Korea didn't drop. or I wish Korea could have participated. In, um, I feel like we were missing his bat and his defense, even though Emmanuel Rivera did his thing. Um, Edwin Diaz went down. He's out for the year. That was just fuck. That was just fucking sad, bro. I was heartbroken because I'm a Mets fan too. So um, the fact that we lost Edwin Diaz just sucks. Um, but hopefully he heals up. And he comes back out there. But, yeah, man, World Baseball Classic, obviously, you know, that, that that's the thing right now. It's on Fox Sports, and they got a game today, tonight, I think, um, USA versus Venezuela at 7. So go catch that if you're a baseball fan, you know, obviously. Um, but other than that, we're going to move into the football thing. Quick take on football, XFL. Um, the Rock, I guess, Pacomes and shit. The Rock has been doing this thing, man. Um, I'm actually, like, I've been loving watching the XFL every week. 
Like, I love spring football. I don't know how people are going to react to it, um, like, years from now or, like, down the line. But why? Like, why does it always have – why does it just have to be the NFL? Like, I like the XFL. I like what it brings. I like that after you score a touchdown, you can't kick, bro. You got to go for one, two, or three. Like, I love that. Like, I, I even like the kickoff thing. Some people don't like that. Like, where they can't move until the ball's caught. But, hey, man, you're just saving, like, injuries at that point. You're saving high, like, high-impact injuries and a chance for unique plays, you know. Um, I just love what the XFL brings, bro. I just love that it brings creativity. I love that um, it brings something different, bro, to football. Uh, and people like it. Like, I don't know if people have been paying attention. St. Louis, the St. Louis Battlehawks have a football team. Remember, these are the guys who had the Rams. Who had, they had they had a dome and all that. And they were one of the best fan bases in football at the time. You take that away, the XFL just gave St. Louis a football team and the Battlehawks who are undefeated. And their first home game was 30,000 people sold out in the dome. Like, bro, that's what you want. You want something like that. So that's what I'm saying. I want to support this. Because I love watching football. I love watching sports, period. But the XFL is something great. That's something that they should keep coming around. And I, I encourage people to watch that every weekend. Spring football is a great thing. We can have it in the fall, obviously. But it, just, it just doesn't just have to be the NFL. People forget that some people in the NFL came from the XFL. I mean, some really good guys. So, like, you know, give it a chance. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and free agency in the NFL has been wild. Um, Orlando Brown signed with the Bengals just to buffing up that O-line after he just won a ring with Kansas City. That's crazy. So um, Orlando Brown to the Bengals is pretty wild. Stephon Gilmore is going um, – wait, damn, I lost my train of thought. Wow, that's crazy. That's never happened. Um. But, yeah, Stephon Gilmore, I forgot, he just signed. It's a pretty big deal. So, I'll go again. See, this is me and Jay's thing where we have to keep going on uh internet and looking up things just to make sure that we're not wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, um... Oh, yeah, Stephon Gilmore was traded to the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been doing their thing. Um, so that's something. Jalen Ramsey's going to the Dolphins. Uh, it's just free agency is wild right now. Jimmy G's with the Raiders. Like, we, we got a lot going on. Um, so obviously if you're a football fan like I am, this is about to be – this this season looks like it's about to be crazy. Free agency has anything to say about it. Um Everything's everybody's just waiting on the whole Aaron Rodgers to the Jets thing to be finalized, but yeah, man, um, that's I just like I, I don't know, man. Some of these moves are just wild, uh. But now we have storylines that we can look forward to. But like, I'm excited to see what Jordan Love does. I'm excited to see if you know if it all happens, where what Aaron Rodgers does with the Jets, um. Like, you know, how Jimmy G's going to look with the Raiders. I want to see the Miami defense now with Jalen Ramsey in it. Like, but they got guys, bro. Bradley Chubb, like, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on now. So I'm excited for that. Um, 
and a basketball, you know. Next thing is the NBA. Uh, so, obviously, you know, we're nearing in on the playoffs, playing, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was just hit with a question, so I'm going to just do, like, NBA take type thing for, like, the last point. And it says, more likely to make playoff run or make deep playoff run in the con- in each conference. So, if I had to pick a team, man, I'm not going to lie to you. In the East, I in the East, I think it's it's Milwaukee because I feel like they're the more consistent team. Like, yeah, they had a stretch where they lost a couple games, but people were hurt, you know, no Giannis, that type of stuff. And now, now they're all healthy. Now they're all coming back to form, and they're just those are that's still gonna be a tough team to beat. And at first, it was Boston. Um, it's just this year Boston has shown an ability to like be inconsistent way too many times you know what i mean and robert williams being in and out of the lineup when he's a big part of your defense is crazy like it's just hard to build a lineup around that when you don't have one of your best interior defenders you know what i mean so um i think i have milwaukee making a real deep run going to the finals type thing in the west see now that's where shit gets hard the Lakers just lost last night when they couldn't afford a loss. Uh, you want to say Phoenix because of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Aiden and them guys. But my thing is with Phoenix, there's no depth there. You know what I mean? And you need depth in the playoffs. Like, that's just a fact. You need that. Because you're not going to play all these guys, especially KD was hurt over and over and over. You're not going to keep playing them 40. 40 to 45 minutes a game type shit. Like, no, bro. You can't do that. You can't. You already can't do that with CP3. So, like, I don't know. Like, I can't trust uh, Phoenix. I can't really trust Denver either. Um, Because right now they're starting to slip a little bit. Yeah, they won last night. Or they won two nights ago. They beat the Pistons. But come on now. Who, be, who doesn't beat the Pistons? Um... So, I think if I had to go with a safe pick, I'm going to go with the unknown. I'm going to go with Sacramento, man. Light the beam, bro. Because, yeah, they have they have no playoff experience, but that's, that's what makes it exciting. They literally have shown that they can beat anybody in the West. Anybody. No matter who you are. Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, those boys, Malik Monk, like, they got, that squad is young, and they have the right, group of veterans they got the right coach Mike Brown is doing his thing they've been really like for the most part of the season fairly consistent I don't know man but I I I seriously think that Sacramento can make a deep deep run I don't I don't know about finals but they can definitely make it to the Western Conference finals I think the Kings can make it that far the Kings are that good um so, yeah, I'd watch out for the Kings. If anybody's a favorite in the West to me, I think Sacramento might have might be the West, might be the favorite. If not Denver, you know. But uh I I just I got to see more I just got to see more from from Denver. I got to see more from Phoenix. Uh a team right now that's looking scary is Golden State. Now obviously when Golden State's in the playoffs, that's a whole different thing, but their road record is horrendous, bro. I don't know if you can win if you can't win road games, how are you going to win in the playoffs? You know what I mean? But championship experience beats all experience. So 
that's another team y'all don't want to see. But to me, I'm going to solidify it. Uh, solidify it for us conference. I'll go with the Kings. But other than that, man, I think that's the end of the episode. You know what I mean? Uh, that was just like, it's pretty good for a new format. You know, we can end it with like the last 10 minutes of talking like other sports. So hopefully that was like a little thing that we did. Um, but yeah, the, it's uh, currently, it's currently, uh, 12.08 um, Saturday uh, So you know I don't really got much to do You know I just gotta go home And do some laundry and stuff But um, yeah uh, So tonight obviously UFC 286 Leon Edwards versus Kamara Usman Tune in on ESPN Plus Pay per view all that good stuff You know that's gonna be a great one Um, And yeah, uh, as far as other little things, little other sports or um, other things going on, obviously, um, besides UFC 286 tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, baseball classic, watch that, all over Fox. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, I ain't got, you ain't got to have me tell you where to watch the NBA. So, anyways, uh, yeah, man, so obviously it's, it's been pretty cool. Um Hopefully, uh, you know, next week we're going to have the episode with John. He'll be here helping me out while Jay's gone. So, you know, again, uh, out, uh, love out to Jay. Um, and as far as that, man, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a very, very healthy, very, very safe and um, fun weekend. Uh, I hope you guys are all, you know, being the better versions of yourself. Hope everything is going great for everyone out there. And, um, you know, you know, just everybody, uh, you know, just got to keep going every day, you know, chill. And, you know, that's it. Uh, So with that being said, I am about to head out. I'm going to go get some food, um, handle my business, uh, watch these fights, watch uh, all the stuff that we got going on today. So, um yeah, don't miss out on UFC 286. That's going to be a good one. So, um, yeah, with that being said, man, I am out. This was the 16-ounce podcast with Duve. And, uh, you know, up until next week, I will be here with uh, my new host, uh, John. And we will we're going to discuss everything, all the fallout, reaction, and everything that happened this weekend. And anything that comes up. So, yeah, um, everybody have a safe Saturday. Have a great day. And this is Duvet signing off. You're never going to make it. You're not good enough. There's a million other people with the same stuff. You really think you're different, and you must be kidding. Think you're going to hit it, but you just don't get it. It's impossible. It's not probable. You're irresponsible. Too many obstacles. You got to stop it, yo. You got to take it slow. You can't be a pro. Don't waste your time no more. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove. I'm going to make my move. I'm going to make it soon. And